Yo, 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 yo. Overrun with BTG. <clears throat> so, not much, not much basketball. We know basketball just, just returned last Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, my Lakers did play against Boston, which was a dope game. A lot of Boston fans were upset because we got some calls our way. And, and you know what? Rightfully so. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's going to be games like that. Not to say that I agree with them because I think some of the calls, I mean, unless the, unless there was some calls that they feel like some foul calls or some shit like that was going on. I think one of the most important calls that was made that game was the out of bounds, um, call. When we were down one point, and then we we had the go ahead bucket when Braun did the smile fade away, um, that could have made things different right there. And also, I got to get on my Lakers. We can't come on, man. Like this is, I think this is the issue, and this is what a lot of people are overlooking is that besides, I would say besides the Toronto game, um, and I want to say. It, was, it may have been a Dallas game in there as well. Um, we're in the battle. If we're not in the battle, we're in the lead. We give up 10-point leads here and there. Um, we just don't pull it out in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> so uh, that also happened into in the Clipper games as well. Um, <clears throat> so... With the Boston, it was a great matchup. Everybody know the history between the Boston and the Lakers. Um, but it was dope to see Bill Russell in the uh, in the stands with, with his Kobe jersey on. I'm going to get to that in a minute. You know, the, it, this was, you know, the Sunday game was going into the tribute, uh, the ceremony on uh, today, which is Monday. Um, but it was a great game. There was a, a lot of hoopla, a lot of, uh, a lot of acknowledging of the young cat. Uh, Jason Tatum, who was mentored by Kobe at some point. And uh, the youngster went off. And I would say, and this is where I got to give praise to the Lakers. At the same time, I got to criticize my dogs is that we're giving up a lot of points to one person. And then we, I will say this, we figured it out in the second half, mainly in the fourth quarter where we forced everybody else to shoot but Tatum down, down the stretch. Like, whatever we do, get the ball out of hand. We sent a couple of double teams. Um, when, you know, when he was off the ball, we denied it. You know what I'm saying? Deny the ball, deny the ball. When he did get the rock, like I said, we ran him right off of that, you know, and made him give it up. And we forced the other cats. Uh, Jalen Brown got his step up. Everybody. Uh, Marcus Smart played well. Marcus Mark is just a gadget. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing. But as far as our team, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit confused by that lineup. I think Vogel wanted Kuz out there in the fourth. And Kuz had a little back and forth with Jalen. Just It was just a small little thing because, I mean, Jalen went off for 40. You know what I'm saying? He went off for 40. And, and Kuz played his role that game. But we expect more in certain situations. See, Listen to 17 ESPN. I'm listening to Laker commentators every day religiously. Monday through, you know, Sunday to Sunday, I'm listening to different cats, cats that, com- uh, you know, that, that commentate during the game, uh, the, the radio analysts to, you know, just different, 
you know, different, not even, not different stations, but different podcast stations, I should say. Um, and they're saying that, yo, they're comfortable with Kuz coming off the bench, but averaging, you know, somewhere between 15 and 18. And I agree with that, you know, but at the same time, that should be his average. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if it's a good or a bad game, that should be his average. I get that. But in certain situations, I need Kuz to step up a little bit more, you know, and I don't care which side is is on. Everybody is preaching about him scoring more points because when Bron goes out or when AD goes out or even when he's on the floor, I understand when both of them are on the floor, it's hard to eat. You know what I'm saying? As far as points, you know what I mean? But even sometimes you find that window. And I think, I really think if Kuz showed that spark, to both Braun and Vogel, because we know Braun has a huge say in the offense. We know this already. That there will be plays drawn up just for AD and Kuz. But again, Kuz is not really great off of the dribble. Not to say he can't dribble, but he's not good making and creating his own shot, right? Um. Therefore, he there has to be some plays drawn up to where he's in his hot spot. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to knock him down, Kuz. That's all I'm saying. You just got to be able to knock him down. You knock him down, we can run him. I mean, Reggie Miller wasn't the greatest uh, shot creator either. But somehow he was averaging some buckets. You know what I'm saying? It's all, you know, and I, and I, can't, be, I, can't, I can't put it on Frank because, honestly, when you got the main guy running the offense, you're not going to have a great offensive set. You're really not because one minute he wants to score, the next minute he wants to dish out the rock, and that kind that could that could stop some shit. But as of right now, the system is pretty pretty much working. It's pretty much working. It's just in order for you to play on a LeBron's type team, you got to figure out your role. You have to figure out your role. There's no excuse. You may not like it or anything like that, but you got to roll with that role in order to excel in, in, in order to get Alex Caruso is a prime example. We know he only averaging five points a game. He comes in and he gets the buckets that he can get. Open shots, cutting, and all, creating shots for other players. So when you do all that, you're going to get that time. Now Katz is talking about he needs to be in the game during the fourth quarter, not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs. Why? Because you're going to need that. And the, and the rotation in the, in the, in the, uh, in the playoffs is a little bit smaller. You know, in the, in the playoffs, you rotate anywhere between seven to eight guys. You, you it's going to get real tight. So, Kuz is definitely going to be in that rotation. That's going to come down to, you know, the rest of the guys that's coming off the bench. We know Dwight Howard is going to be on that, you know, and JaVale, the big, the, the big bodies is going to be in a rotation. Our rotation might be a little bit deep, uh, might be a little bit deeper dependent. You know what I mean? Um, we just picked up one of the Morris twins. <laughs> we picked up the other Morris twins. So maybe that'll settle those other Laker fans, settle them down a little bit. You know, we didn't get the best one, but we got one of them. Um, other than that, man, I mean, we got 27 games left. We got 27 games left. We haven't lost on a road yet. And, um, well, well, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say yet. 20 on the 17 straight. Cause we did, uh, we did lose the opener, which is technically a Clippers home game, Lakers home game, away game. You know what it is, but technically we lost the, 
We lost one away game in our house. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, this we got to see how this is going to map out. Um, I'm interested to see who we're going to play in the first round because right now, I mean, you know, the Memphis is over there damn near plucking it off. You know, they sit, I think they're sitting exactly at 500, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we're going to see. We're going to see. I would like to play Memphis. That, that'd be a good, that'd be a good warm up. They're not going, it's not going to be an easy fight, but it's going to be a definitely, uh, it's definitely going to be a warm up. And plus, I would like to see the young cat, Ja. Oh, man. We know how he gets in the postseason. Well, technically not in the NBA, but in March Madness, you've seen his work. So I feel like he's one of those players, which I knew he should have been an overall pick. But again, everybody goes with the hype name, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and a lot of cats didn't watch college basketball last year. So and now John Morant is a, a surprise. Um, but he's definitely going to show out. So I would I would like to see Memphis. Um, but if the Pelicans was to squeeze up in there, you know, that's going to be money right there. You know, because I would love to see Zoe. I would love to see Zoe. Um, and then we get to see B.I. Everybody's, uh, I wouldn't say half of, half of L.A. I would say probably the other half of L.A. fan base would love to see B.I. go off or whatever weird-ass news. Um, other than that, uh, it's just a wait and see, man. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's cruise control because a lot of these games, they're talking about low management uh, LeBron, uh, LeBron's uh, upcoming games, or at least the you know the gimme games, and honestly, they're not really gimme games. Like we just seen um, Mark Cuban go off for missed call against uh, Atlanta, and Atlanta got you know because all. And remember what happened to Dame. Remember what happened to Dame against um, who did they play? I forgot what game that they were playing. Against. Was it Toronto? I'm not sure. I forgot. I forgot who it was. But those games matter, especially for teams that's still in a playoff hunt and looking to get seeding. But those those games are also important to the top teams as well because I'm not gonna lie to you. Even though we have a great away record, those home games matter in the playoffs. Now I know a lot of people just got us chalked up until we play the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Like everything shouldn't be any. We're not worried about anything until we see the quote unquote team of the league, the Clippers, right? They don't know if they want to go back and forth from Milwaukee or the Clippers, but whichever one is doing the best and looks the most dangerous, that's the one that they're rolling with. But everybody definitely, including myself, I definitely want to see the Clippers. I know there was a debate about two weeks ago uh, between uh, some of our uh, analysts. Would you want to see the Clippers or would you want to see the Clippers get eliminated before they met up with us? And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with either or. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm used to seeing the Clippers not excelling at all. So it doesn't really care to me. And I understand the mama mentality. We go through the best. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we're used to seeing the Clippers fail. <laughs> at one point, at one point, we felt so bad for the Clippers that when they was doing good, when they was on, quote unquote, on top or better than what they were, we were going for them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like pathetic after a while. Uh, but now that they're, they, when I say they loaded up, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, 
Yeah, I don't care if we miss them or not. Like, I don't care if we meet up with them or not. It's whatever. If we bump into each other, we got to play. Just play basketball. That's my that's my whole thing. Like, all this, they want to, you know, the low management with Bron. Like, I understand it, but you don't want to slip up and lose any games, meaningful games. Um, and again, I know he's playing a lot of minutes, but that's the roster that we have right now. No point in sitting up there whining and crying about it every other episode. This is the roster we got. I'm good with it. Could it have been altered a little bit? Of course. Did we take advantage of it? No. Maybe they know something or maybe that's just Rob falling asleep at the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still like, you know, I mean, Cass, Cass is still talking about buyouts. I don't know who else is going to get bought out, but if they was to happen to buy out Rose, I would definitely take that, make a roster spot for him. Um, yeah, we'll just see. We'll just see. Um, again, so today is 2024, 20. Uh, everybody knows what, how important this day is to Laker fans. And, um, the memorial happened earlier today. Um, I didn't watch it live. I avoided it on purpose. And my main reason is because I don't want to go through that type of pain anymore. You know, not, what, not with this, not with this situation. Like, I choose to, um, I choose to, to start healing now because we got, we got the, the Hall of Fame ceremony coming up and that's going to be, um, that's going to be major. You know, you know, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe being recognized as a Hall of Famer is going to be special. <clears throat> so I chose not, you know, I, I call some clips, though, because every TV in any establishment in L.A., they had it on. There was nothing on but the ceremony, you know, out you know, went to a doctor's appointment today at my job, you know, for my job. Um, newsstands who had TV set up, like, everywhere. They just had it everywhere. I even called a lady. This is crazy. I called a lady um, Snapchatting her throwing some trash away. She was eating lunch by herself, and she was Snapchatting uh, her shooting the trash and saying Kobe, right? And I... I caught her doing it like three or four times because she kept missing. But that's the type of, you know, the the effect that this, for one, his death and the ceremony, you know, all the buses had rest in peace Kobe on on them. Uh, A lot of people was walking around in their number eights and their number 24 jerseys, as they should. Um, The one thing that I did not like, though, from the gate, when we found out, when we first got the information about the ceremony, it was that AIG said, you know, we'll be selling tickets for the ceremony and stuff like that. I really didn't agree with that. I really didn't like that at all. I really didn't like that at all. I understand that it can cause some type of um, chaos if you don't have some type of structure. I think they could have did a little bit better. Everybody knows when it comes to our heroes, when it comes to our loved ones, a lot of cats is not is not looking to profit off of death. I'm talking about the people that actually died. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think Kobe is saying, "Well, you might yeah, you might want to sell some tickets for my funeral or for my ceremony because." And I understand that the proceeds go to uh, the foundation and the families and stuff like that. That's cool, but you could have did that on the side. 
You know what I'm saying? And probably issue, I mean, y'all issue out um, raffles for sneakers. And cats get in order and in line for that. So you telling me you couldn't do the same thing for, <clears throat> it didn't matter. It was sold out. Um, from the clips that I seen, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wanted to see MJ talk. I definitely wanted to see Shaq talk. I didn't catch Rob, but like I said, every, his whole ceremony was on the timeline, uh, from Instagram to Twitter. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook as well. So I'm not going to miss anything. I just didn't want to watch it live. I didn't want to watch it in the moment. And I didn't want to watch the whole thing because for my mental, like I, I, I just didn't want to watch it. I'm in a good state right now. Like I'm at that point where, it, and it was the same thing with Nipsey. Like, yo, they gone. They are gone. And it was a tragedy. Like it was bad, bro. I, and I cried, been crying for a long time. And I just recently told my wife, this is supposed to be on BTG for president, but I'm a, you know, still, we in the gym, we could talk before we hoop, but it sent me into like a, a low key depression, right? I wasn't trying to go back there. I wasn't going to try to go. I, I, I just wasn't, but um, the ceremony was dope. Everybody loved it. I was getting messages and people hit me up through my DMs and text messages saying how dope the ceremony was. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I told him the reason why I didn't watch it live. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't have time for it. Like I don't. I don't have time for people moping around anymore. I'm happy that they got laid to rest a while ago. And now everybody went. I don't understand why people want to. But that's on them though. I can't really say that. You know, people got their way of dealing with stuff. I got my way as well. Um, to end it off though, we had we did have some boxing this weekend. And boy, oh boy, when I tell you I'm about to avoid watching this, because I really didn't, I ain't gonna lie to you, I really didn't care about the fight. Um, and that's just me because I'm not, I'm not a hardcore boxing fan. I'm a pay-per-view type boxing fan, meaning <clears throat> it's only the big fights I watch. I don't sit up there and watch, uh, I mean, maybe some, the ones that come on, um, I forgot which channel that come, it's channel four. I don't know what station that is. Channel 4 or 5, one of those. But I remember watching Sean Porter when Sean Porter first beat Adrian Broner. Um, so I watch certain matches. I guess you can say I watch certain boxers. I'm not the type of cat that'll sit up and watch all matches. You know what I'm saying? I can sit up with there and watch any matchup with any football teams, basketball teams as well. But when it comes to boxing, it's just certain names that I watch. And um, at first I wasn't going to watch it because I'm like, man, I'd rather just spend time with the wife in the jacuzzi. But she was like, you know, if we're going to go to the fight, we, we, technically we were going to a fight party, but it wasn't much of a party. And so that was better because I really didn't want to be around a gang of people. I really didn't. So we ended up going over our, uh, some of our folks' house, and it was just us chilling, watching the fight. And let me tell you, prior to the fight, I said I had fury. Why? Well, let me tell you. I don't watch boxing like that, but I do watch boxing enough to know the difference between certain fighters that I do watch. And I knew uh, Fury outboxed um, Deontay. Uh, I call him nigga Deontay. It, wait. <laughs> How do you say the nigga first day? Because I called the nigga. Uh, what did I call the nigga? I forgot what I called him. Uh, whatever. We're just going to call him Wilder. We're going to call him by his last name. So I knew he got outboxed the first matchup. 
So this time I said, for some reason, I was like, Fury going to win. And I said he was going to win in 12. I said it was going to be a decision. As I started watching the fight, that first knockdown, that first knockdown, when he got back up, I was like, nah, this nigga might not go 12. He might not go 12, y'all. And so between rounds, between the first knockout and obviously the seventh round, I said he's not going to make it past eight. He's not going to pass, he's not going to make it past eight rounds. And you could just see it in his legs, honestly. He looked a little out of it. His ear was bleeding. So I'm not sure what that injury was. I don't know if that was his eardrum or what. It, I don't know if he got cut or something like that. We didn't know what it was, but the blood definitely coming out. And it definitely, and then all the, all the doctors on Twitter said, <laughs> look, I don't even want to bring that up, but yo, he was out of it. He was concussed. And, um, as a warrior, he tried to keep it going, but. His corner called it. Not seeing him, he was hot at the ref. That nigga was hot. He, you know, he obviously asked him why he called it. And, he, and the ref was like, bro, look at your corner. They saved you. And sure enough, they did. Sure enough, Fury was whooping his ass. That was an ass whooping. You know what I mean? Forget about how they came out. Cause both of them came out on some clown shit. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> Wilder outfit was dope. It was definitely dope. Uh, Fury has been with the, he's been with the gimmicks and shit like that. Oh, and th he did lick his neck. So for the people out there, he didn't lick his blood. It may, it may have been some blood in the area on his body, but he wasn't licking his blood on some, on some weird shit. Now what he was doing was some gimmick shit and he did lick his tongue. I don't think he licked his tongue to lick him though. I think he was licking his tongue at the crowd, mocking him, but in, in doing so, the way the bodies was moving, he ended up licking him a little bit. It was, it was a little taste. I don't think it was on purpose, but it happened. You can see it. When, the, when, they get, when they did the close-up and the slow-mo, it's like, damn, my nigga did lick him, though. And then my cousin hit me. Uh, he was like, man, where they do that at? And I was like, well, apparently they do it in the fucking ring because you got to remember the other Tyson bit a nigga earlobe off. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is, I don't know if, if this is where niggas is from or if this is just a Tyson thing because both of these Tyson niggas had did some weird shit in the ring. And Tyson, Mike Tyson, that is, is my favorite boxer of all time. But the nigga still bit a nigga ear off to where they, yo, he bit a nice chunk off. They made chocolate candy from that. You understand that he made chocolate bit off ears for that. Okay. So, uh, shout out to Fury. Like, uh, yo, niggas is out here sick that that Wilder got got his ass whooped in Black uh, History. Like niggas don't care, niggas don't care. It's not a first of all, it's not about that. This, I don't want me to. I don't want you to take it like that. But niggas is not caring about what month this is. Niggas is caring about that fight. Just like Dame did not care about that tribute, quote unquote tribute game. Nah, he about to get his off forty plus on us. So, um, yeah, shout out to Fury. I'm pretty sure they're going to hype that shit up. It's probably going to take about another year, though. Probably going to take about another year. I, I, will, I would love to see, I would love to see this to, um, somewhere in like November. That'd be a dope one. 
But I don't know. I we got to see how how long this recovery gonna take. I mean, that nigga bust that nigga whole ear up. So we don't know, man. We don't know. Ain't, ain't no news has come out yet, and you gotta let that champ celebrate for for right now. <laughs> you, you gotta let him celebrate. But uh, uh, another round, I gotta see this. I gotta see this. I gotta see this again. I do. I definitely do. I definitely do. So. Other than that, this has been Open Run. Shout out to Kobe. Shout out to Gigi. Shout out to my Lakers. Shout out to Fury. We out.